Butker trying to line this up. Winchester will snap it. Polkwit will hold it. Twenty twenty tie. High snap. Pull down. Butker's kick is up. It is right down the boulevard. It's good. And the Chiefs take a twenty three to twenty lead with four seconds left in regulation. And Harrison Butker kicks some. You know what? Welcome to the Chiefs Kingdom. I never thought I'd ever say this, but the loss at the weekend against the Patriots will actually live long in the memory as a proud moment. Mostly for all the right reasons too. Never have I been more proud of, of my team after a loss than I was last night watching the Chiefs claw themselves back into a shootout against the Brady Belichick led team, taking them right down to the wire. Our young quarterback coming of age against probably the NFL's greatest ever duo. Mahomes showed leadership qualities that we have only ever seen from the greats of the game. Yet he's only 23 years old. Last night's loss didn't fill me with dread, but excitement of what's about to happen for the future of the Chiefs organisation. With me to talk about the game this week is the Arrowheads Broad Supremo, Tom Childs. Mate, how do you feel about this game? Because I feel really weird about this. Surprisingly okay. Yeah. I watched a game I didn't watch the game live I because I went to Wembley yesterday and I didn't get home till late so I thought I would go to bed get full quota of sleep then get up early and watch the game before I went to work and mm. I watched it and when the game finished when Gotzkowski kicked the field goal I didn't feel much like normally it affects my mood like similar to how football used to affect my mood years ago now my Monday morning mood is determined by Kansas City Chiefs and I just kind of felt oh okay that wasn't awful it wasn't great it was just is what it is I didn't I wasn't even mad as I've tweeted out several times today yeah I wasn't mad about losing it was just kind of a strange place to be yeah and I, I said in the intro there there was a almost a, a proudness of it and I've, mm. I it, I feel dirty for saying it because we lost <laughs> But there was that proudness of it going, do you know what? We actually give them a really good shot at it. And I think it was telling when, right at the end of the game, Brady sprinted across the field, didn't he, to get to Mahomes, to mm-hmm. get to shake his hand first. And I thought, do you know what? Brady's Brady's realised there that he's been in a dogfight there with yeah. a young kid, with it with a young kid with huge talent. Probably, and I'll say this, probably more talent than what Brady actually has himself. Oh. Yeah. He has no. I'm not. I'm not dissing Brady on that. As Brady's, he's done what he's done, and he's had a fantastic career. Probably the best career that anybody's ever had in that mm-hmm. position. But I think he understood just what he'd seen from Mahomes, and he was mm-hmm. excited that he'd actually beaten him. Yeah, I. I think if we're going to go into the discussion of what makes a great quarterback, is it arm talent? Is it mind? Is it attitude? Then. We could have this discussion for days because if it's on arm talent alone, yes, you probably would say that Mahomes is the better arm, but Brady has the more talent overall as a, a quarterback right now, and I don't mm-hmm. think that's really up for discussion. No. But back to your original <coughs> point, um, when it comes to losing, no one really minds losing if they make a good account of themselves. As long as you've left everything out on the field, mm. then you don't really mind. And I feel like the Chiefs did leave absolutely everything 
on the field. Yeah. It's not like they were even cheap some out. points. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, unfortunately, that was that was the the big difference. Not turning field goals into touchdowns in the first half, or not getting field goals and turning the ball over in a red zone. But we come on to that in a bit. Yeah, I, I just feel like the Chiefs did everything possible, especially in that second half, to put themselves in a position to win on the offensive side of the ball. Obviously, we come to, to the defensive side, which we'll probably end up. <laughs> Swaying our, yeah. swaying our opinion to be honest I probably don't think we'll be so happy in 20 minutes time I'm not yeah. going to lie but yeah I, there's no real complaints and I don't think anyone's really complaining I've not seen a single Chiefs fan moaning yeah. today on social media I've seen them happy almost yeah. with the result because we knew a loss was coming okay it was a shame it had to be this game um, but the Chiefs the last few years aren't Aren't a team that's going to ever threaten to be unbeaten throughout the whole season, and it's never it's never going to happen. So the the loss was coming; it's sooner rather than later. It's, it's now we get to see how they respond to it. Mm-hmm. It's it's exactly what we needed in that second half because, like you said, the first half mm-hmm. it looked like I thought, oh my god, they've they've really done the homework on Mahomes here mm-hmm. um, because they were bringing that that edge rush uh, just a little bit wider kind of thing just to keep him in that pocket, weren't they? Mm-hmm. I think. Belichick had done his homework that Mahomes gets more uh, production outside of the pocket and they were trying to pen him in, weren't they, all this time? Yeah. And how Mahomes and the Chiefs adapted to that and changed it for the second half, it I don't know, it just it just felt like a um like a like I said before, a coming a coming of age in a way, because He's overcome that adversity, and and all these pundits are all saying that, you know, what's Mahomes like in this situation? What's he like in this this other situation? There's, you know, they're always throwing things at him, trying to test him. You know, mm-hmm. is he is he going to be able to overcome all these all these all these different varieties of adversity? Mm-hmm. And he's doing that, and yeah, I think well, that's the now... more proud thing, isn't it? That's the more confident thing that we're getting. He's ticking the boxes as he goes. Well, absolutely. We now know that if we're ever down 15 points on the road, we are capable of bringing it back to a tie or maybe taking the lead. Like There is nowhere harder than New England to play football. Yeah. it's No team has a home field advantage like the Patriots do. Okay, the Seahawks are very loud. I witnessed that firsthand at Wembley yesterday. Kudos to their fans and everything. Obviously, we're very loud. But we, Arrowhead and CenturyLink and stuff aren't the fortress that Bill Belichick, Tom Brady has made Foxborough mm-hmm. and Gillette Stadium. So I feel like now that the Chiefs are always going to feel like they're in any game anywhere, no matter the score. Um, if they can sort out the defensive side of the ball, obviously they probably would have won the game yesterday. Mm-hmm. But the first half, the offense didn't turn up. The second half, Mahomes put the team on his back and almost carried us to victory in a really really tough environment mm-hmm. yeah I mean he did have like we said he did leave some points on the field there was a couple of uh, easy touchdown passes wasn't there there was one to yeah. Tyreek Hill earlier on and one to uh, Kareem Hunt yeah. which and any other day he would have he would have you know zipped those in and it would have been you know points on the board early on and I think if those had actually gone in mm-hmm. this game would have totally changed on its head because um, Mahomes would have been in a situation which he was used to, yeah, and with the Chiefs, which is being out in front, yeah, and the defense obviously plays better when the team are 
commanding a lead because they can do things that they're a bit more comfortable. They're not relied on as much mm-hmm. as 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 other situations. Yeah, um, and the other things where he had the two interceptions as well, which mm. he 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 learn from those because th- there was one. I think one in particular. In fact, both of them. In fact, he was trying to force the ball into the end zone, wasn't he? Trying to make something happen. Well, the first one wasn't too bad. We've seen Derek Johnson do what Dante Hightower done yesterday many yeah. times, where it looked like he's blitzing and then drop into coverage and um, to cut the underneath. Derek Johnson done it a number of times for the Chiefs. And so I don't entirely put that one on Mahomes. He didn't see the linebacker, admittedly, but Hightower made a decent play and he had a very good game yesterday. He's probably the best player on the pitch, if yeah. we're being honest. The amazing. second one is all on Mahomes. Um, throwing into triple coverage on the run out of the pocket is not ideal um, so that that was waiting to happen that interception but it's what do you do do you say to Mahomes oh actually don't do that don't force the ball downfield because then you won't see the type of throws which we've seen this season mm. like, look, t- let's take that one he threw to Anthony, Sher- Anthony Sherman out of the yeah. pocket last week on third and two like, that should have never been a completion but if you yeah. take that you take that out of his arsenal then he's not trying to attempt that throw and you lose a bit of Mahomes' magic. So mm. whilst we're inviting and encouraging him to force the ball and try these throws that we're all going to go, wow, there are going to be these moments where he turns the ball over. Yeah, and it's. And so, it, I, I think it was more emphasis on it because the, the Chiefs were behind as well. And you don't mind him doing that kind of thing when the Chiefs have got a good lead and you know he's trying to force the ball in. But I, I just think he'll learn from this, definitely, mm. that... You know, yeah, okay, try and make something happen, but don't throw it into triple coverage. Well, yeah, that's it. We in hindsight's a wonderful thing, and yeah. in hindsight, we would have loved those three points before the half because then we're talking about a tight game. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not the way it went. Sometimes it goes to you, sometimes it don't. Mahomes is going to continue to throw into double and triple coverage. I have no doubt. Yeah, he's going to make some. He said, "Yeah, the guy. He's he's oozing with confidence." Like apparently. At half time, he was the least phased of all the players in the locker room. Um, I can't I'm not surprised players. by that. There was a quote from one of the players, I think it might have been Chris Jones, and said, Mahomes was just had the team on his back, was oozing confidence, and said, Right, let's go and get it. Yeah. And second half, he came out all guns blazing and was phenomenal in the second half. He did seem relaxed on the sideline. I think they showed it on the game where he's there, you know, when he has, has his hands on, the, uh, on his pads kind of thing. Yeah. And he was just like sat there, you know. Contemplating what was going on, then he just had a bit of a smile to himself, and he just carried on with what he was doing. I thought, my God, we're already we're way behind, mm. yet he's still got that. I'm all right. I'm cool. I'm all, I'm fine. But I'm fine with this. I'm you know I've I've been in these situations before, and I think we mentioned this before about his Texas Tech days. He has been in these yeah. situations before, and it <laughs> doesn't has. bother him. Yeah, we are certainly doing our best to play a Big Twelve game. <laughs> um, like the Big Twelve is probably the least respected. Division One conference at the lot, yeah. And but it seems like the NFL is trying their hardest to emulate Big Twelve football because <laughs> d- defense this year is just non-existent. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, we'll get onto that in a minute. But I just want to talk briefly about Tyree Hill. Three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. I mean, that there was one of them where he had to really work hard on it because um, you know Mahomes got him the ball and he he had to run it the rest of the way because he had safety on his back, didn't he? But. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as he left that safety, he was off. He was gone. Um, I'd love to know what speed he clocked up there. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, he's normally going about 20 plus miles an hour, isn't he? Oh, I thought he was going at least 60. I'm not going to lie. 60? Yeah. 
<laughs> his cleats are melting as he's going. <laughs> yeah, fire extinguisher in the end zone. <laughs> but I think one thing we need to mention on this is when he went into the end zone, dropped the ball, yeah. ran towards the fans, and there was that incident, wasn't there, where there was mm-hmm. there was fans flicking the middle fingers up at him, yeah. but there was throwing beer at him. Well, yeah, I, I mean, you'll agree with me on this. The 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 flicking the fingers up and all that kind of thing. It we're used to it in soccer over here. Mm-hmm. You know, we're used to all of that. Yeah. Um. But what we're not used to seeing is people wasting beer. People wasting beer. Yeah. <laughs> and and throwing it over a, a player. And you know, somebody actually said to me in that it could have been a very worse substance. Um. You know, I'm not I'm not going to take it down that route, but it could have been it could have been really bad stuff. I mean, it could. You know, a guy could have in his cup or something and thrown it at him you just don't know do you um, but apparently the, the Patriots have just announced that they've banned that fan yeah and uh, which is a good move by them rightly so but what I've seen a lot of today is uh, maybe the fan don't doesn't like Tyreek because of his history and what he's done in yesteryear and whatever with his with his girlfriend and maybe that had something to do with it that's yeah. bollocks it's that is absolute bollocks. Yeah, it didn't matter which Chiefs player was running into the end zone. They were getting they a face full of beer. beer. They yeah. were getting a face full of beer. Could have been Kareem Hunt. It could have been Patrick Mahomes. It could have been Casey Wolf going past on a scooter. They were all <laughs> getting beer thrown at them by that moron. Yeah. So stop this talk of of it being something to do with Tyreek Hill's history. It had nothing to do with that whatsoever. Stop looking for a story. Yeah. It's I saw a long story. The guy's been punished. He's a moron. He's now lost out because he won't get to go to any Patriots games. He won't get to see the Chiefs walk in there and the AFC Championship game and beat them. So yeah. it's it is what it is. I remember it happening to Jamal Charles in front of the black hole. Yeah. But that yeah. was the five touchdown game. He went there and he got loads of beer thrown him. I just I, I if I was a player, I would lap it up. It personally. <laughs> I'd open my mouth. Drink it. Really? Yeah, I would. You, you, and you've no idea what's coming at you. Would you really think that that guy's just sat in the back of the end saying, oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to piss in my bottle just you know in what, case mate? the Chiefs player score a touchdown. In England, I would expect that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would expect that. I really would. Um, <laughs> did you see the tweet today as well? That apparently that uh, that um, Patriots guy, uh, not the guy that actually threw the beer, but he said uh, it was his brother or something, and he saw that Tyreek Hill was very hot after running into the touchdown, so he just threw water at him to cool him down. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not say that? No, I didn't. <laughs> and I, I was like, that. Nah, I'm not having that leg. <laughs> Maybe he thought Tyreek Hill was an actual cheater. Maybe. And thought, get away, get away, have beer. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs> You're making me cough again. Uh-oh. Behave, man. Behave. Right, okay, let's get on to the, the, the rather big downside of the Chiefs at the minute the, the defense. elephant we, we, in the room uh, I mean they, they, they turned up last week which was great yeah. and we thought you know what they might actually bring it this time but yeah. we've had a few injuries granted but I, I'm not one of these that's like oh we've had injuries that's why he only beat us blah, blah, blah. it's all excuses to me what we saw last night and it was really disheartening to see was every time Brady came on at the field I thought well he's just going to go down and get another touchdown yeah, that's what it felt like every time, and yeah. you were you, you were surprised if there was a turnover. I mean, there was one turnover before, wasn't it, with mm-hmm. Breland speaks. Luckily, I mean, I think Brady just ran into him from what mm-hmm. I from what I saw. Um, I mean, Breland speaks was ineffective for most of the night. 
Mm-hmm. He was totally out of his depth. Um, he he kept getting stood up by the the left tackle time and time and time again. He's not quite ready. Well, he's 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 not even quite ready. He's not even close to being ready. Um, and it made me start questioning how big of a reach was it getting Breland Speaks? How big of a reach? How big was of it a reach? From Veach? Yeah. Sorry. How big of a reach? Yeah, exactly. How I mean, big of a reach was it, Veach? Second round pick. He does not look like second round pick quality. Uh, I don't know. Russell I don't Wilson know. Look, Russell Wilson doesn't look like third round quality. Tom Brady doesn't look like sixth round quality. This is my bugbear with the draft. It's all a lottery, really. Like the, the scouts know what they're talking about, but at the same time, they don't really know how well a player is going to transition from the, from college football to the NFL. There's certain mm. players they do know, but after the generational talents, the obvious number one picks and the top ten picks, they don't really, really know. Uh, yes, I think Breland's reach was probably a reach by Veach. But... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's going to be his new nickname, the Reach, the reach by, by Veach. Veach. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh God, I hope he doesn't ever listen to this podcast. I'm sure, I'm sure he won't. Be searching but, for his name, like, you uh, think, like your mate. Yeah, do you not think he was thrown into a situation which he shouldn't have been found himself in whatsoever? Yeah, because he's more of a defensive end, isn't he? Well, he's more of a D end. He's been tried out an outside linebacker, yeah. but he was not expecting to get full time reps no. in Foxborough. Um, the K-Pass thing hasn't worked out as well as we were hoping to mm-hmm. um, obviously they've had to bring back Frank Zombo but Justin Houston just can't stay healthy no. and D Ford can't stay healthy so maybe they were expecting Breeden Speaks to play more of a role he he did look out of his depth but he wasn't the only one yesterday No, he wasn't. really wasn't Like he was ineffective yes he had that stupid play yes but it wouldn't have mattered anyway because oh, there was, a, def- there, there was oh. a defensive holding on that play anyway so I don't see why people are getting so like messed up about that one yeah. particular play because he wouldn't have counted even if he did hit Brady. Yeah, um, it would just probably led to more disappointment. I'm guessing mm-hmm. because we'd have been yeah sack ah oh, defensive holding first and goal from the one. So that's, yeah. that's the way it would have. So it would have happened anyway, wouldn't it? Exactly, exactly. Um, I think we should be more worried about the players that we've invested a lot of money in, mm-hmm. the likes of Anthony Hitchens. You know what? Me and you are on the same wavelength at the minute, mate. Because I've got down here that the linebackers Raglan and Hitchens were. Ineffective again, let's say. Um, Ineffective is an understatement. Yeah, I mean Hitchens tackling at the minute. I mean, is what, what is he on a, a year? I, I think I saw a nine, stat. nine million dollars a year, and oh, I don't, I don't think you can God. really stop at just at tackling, uh, positioning, reading the game, yeah. covering everything about his game at the moment is terrible. Yeah, um, I'm sitting here yesterday at Wembley watching Derek Johnson in a Raiders uniform right and I'm thinking Derek Johnson would have been a third max of the yeah. price of Anthony Hitchens why not just keep DJ around for the productivity yeah. we're getting out of those two inside linebackers because we're no better than last year at inside linebacker I would go as far as to we've say worse. we're worse yeah we are worse they were meant to be two uh, side to sideline run stuffing linebackers that were meant to be the answer in the Chiefs defence and they've been anything but Yes, Ragnar mm-hmm. made a nice play yesterday. Um, he made a nice hit on James White. But aside from that, can you remember anything good that them two done? 
No, I mean, um, White pretty much had a, a fantastic game, didn't he? Um, yeah, him and found his way through the middle every time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, we always seem to concentrate on the corners, but the corners are doing so well at the minute. I, th- I think well, they're, they're, I they're doing exactly. No, I, I think I think I think they're doing okay. The corners, but I mean, we're still we've still got this kind of single high safety, but we haven't got the actual safety to play that. So it's I, it's having a bit of an issue with the corners. I would comfortably say that Jordan Lucas was the best of the secondary yesterday. Comfortably, yeah. he yeah. should have, he sh- he should have made a play on Josh Gordon where he should have intercepted it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Stevie Nelson got torched. He was handsy. Scandrick was probably the best of the bunch. He's Kendall, nice Fuller, Scandrick, yeah. Kendall Fuller seems to be being being beat quite a lot. He does need um, a new pair of cleats though. Who's this? Um, Fuller, because uh, that I think that first touchdown was it. He was he fell over again. Oh, did he? <laughs> oh, he needs new cleats, that lad. Um, yeah. But he, I thought he did all right. I thought he did all right that, that, throughout the game. No, I, I, I do disagree. Um, I think Jordan Lucas is probably the only one that can walk out of there with his his head held high. I like him. He's doing all um, right. D Ford, obviously moving to the front of the D. D Ford, they just basically game planned around stopping him. Mm-hmm. He wasn't much of a factor. He got a little bit of pressure on Brady, but. They you need Houston they, on the they other were, side. They were ready from yeah. You need you need yeah. one two punch these days. If you've only got one decent pass rusher, a team is going to find a way to negate it. Mm-hmm. They can either take the play elsewhere, or they can keep a running back in to help out. It, it it's not it's not rocket science to stop one elite pass rusher. The problem is when you have two, that, yeah. that then it becomes an issue for an offensive line and a quarterback. So at the moment, the Chiefs' defense has given me nothing whatsoever to be confident about going forward. Um, the success of this team is going to be is going to live and die by the offense and what they can do going forward. This team's going to have to score a minimum of thirty five points a game. So, with that in mind, because you said the corners still needed some work, mm-hmm. um, yes, I know what you're with, asking. Yes, yeah, with Patrick Peterson, yes, uh, potentially being uh, up for trade, yes, um, this time right. I know you keep saying yes because yes you want him. Um, Yes. Do you think the Chiefs should go for him, yes. or do you think they should go? <laughs> Hang on, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, do you think they should actually turn their attentions to the linebackers instead? Say what? What? <laughs> do you not think they should? They should leave the Patrick Peterson thing and then just turn their attentions. Maybe get me. I don't know. Maybe bring DJ back because he's he's rumored to be on the on the block. Absolutely not. Go and get Patrick Peterson if he's available. Yeah, 100%. every all day, every day. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like we saw how much of a difference like one lockdown corner can make. Mm. We've seen it for a few years now. Um, and Ma- as good as Marcus Pierce is, Patrick Pearson is miles better. Yeah, he's comfortably top three in the league. Comfortably. So, so this, if the Chiefs go out and get him, yep, this could actually have been a really good, well worked, tra- well worked kind of trade of removing Peters and getting Patrick Peterson in. Potentially, yeah. It depends what you got to give up. I don't know how long Patrick Peterson's got left on his deal, no. um, or what the Cardinals are willing to trade him for. But he's meant to get a big. Tell him, you're is telling he... me he's a second rounder. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Like the he's Chiefs only twenty nine as well, isn't he? The Chiefs are a difference maker away because, mm. as we've said time and again on this podcast, and I feel like it's Groundhog Day. The Chiefs' defense just needs to be better to average. That's mm-hmm. it. Doesn't need to be good. Just average. Better than it is. They can go up to 24th, 23rd to 17th range or something like that. Maybe a little bit below average. 
then this team is going to be fine because of the amount of points they're going to score. But yeah. at the moment, they are dead last. Yeah. Dead last for a reason because they have a, a serious lack of talent all over the field and obviously a defensive coordinator which doesn't know his ass from his elbow. Yeah. But um, The genius. Yeah, the genius. And obviously, if they get an opportunity to go out and get a player like Patrick Peterson, you absolutely do it. And you don't do what you've done with El Thomas where you wait and wait and wait and then pull the pull the trigger. You can't you can't afford to happen to Patrick Peterson if you're serious about him what happened to El Thomas. Yeah. Because imagine imagine if we had El Thomas playing last night. Mate, I, I said this before, we, we had Earl Thomas. We had him. Exactly. It, it was the deal was done. Yeah, I think it was as good as done though. I think they were dotting the I's and crossing the T's or whatever it is. Yeah. And just putting the deal in place to to be agreed for Earl Thomas to be a Chiefs player the following week. But what happened? They didn't get the deal finalised. Old Thomas goes out and plays, breaks his leg, deal done. Yeah. Uh, deal over rather. You can't play you can't take that risk with Patrick Peterson. No. Okay, we don't even know if the Chiefs are serious about Patrick Peterson. This is all hearsay at the moment. But if they are, they go out and get him. Mm. Because I'm sitting there looking at inside linebacker. Yes, the two inside linebackers we've got at the moment are playing terribly, but who else can they go and get realistically? Yeah. So you like, wouldn't want DJ coming back? I would take DJ coming back, but what's the chances of that happening no. really? Well, I mean, the the Raiders at the minute seem to be having a bit of a clear out, don't they? Um, I heard, um, what's it, Jones or whatever it is from them, um, Johnson and even Amari Cooper was uh, was going to be on the on the trade block. Well, Amari so... Cooper, Amari Cooper needs to get himself as far away from Derek Carr as possible. After <laughs> yeah. what I saw yesterday, when yeah, he got him killed, didn't he? Yeah, I don't know if you've seen the past, but yeah, he led him to an early death. Yeah. It was awful by Derek. Derek Carr was it, honestly yesterday at Wembley was one of the single worst callback performances I've ever seen in my life. Really, by Derek Carr, even worse than Stafford. The rate the Raiders were terrible, like, truly, truly terrible. Um, they, it almost looked like a League One side playing a Premiership team. Really? No, that bad? No, yeah. No disrespect to any League One teams out here, but it genuinely looked like the Raiders weren't meant to be in the same league as the Seahawks. That's how far away they were. Remember? Really? Yeah. I mean, I saw it on the awful. TV, but you never get the full thing of the TV. You can't really see the full mm. the, the full players, can you? But yeah. yeah, from what I saw, I mean, I was actually giggling. I was laughing. Um, oh, so even, was even from the first, first three players were all runs with mm-hmm. uh, Marshawn Lynch. And I was like, what is he doing? What are the Raiders doing? Well, I kind of Starting got that off. I kind of got that feeling because the Seahawks, when they come out, sorry to talk about this game in case you, if you didn't watch it, yeah. but the the Seahawks come out and the first thing they wanted to do was establish the run because the pitch wasn't great, the weather wasn't great, so establish the run. And that's what the Seahawks did very well. Yeah. And John Gruden thought, oh, that looks like a good idea. I might copy that. And they just failed. And as long as the Raiders have John Gruden in charge and mm-hmm. have Derek Carr at quarterback, they are doomed. Yeah. Like Honestly, they look light years away at the moment. I mean, truly the worst team I've ever seen live. Exactly, and and the it's not just one or two players that's causing the issues. I mean, that whole all line needs doing, needs cutting. Yeah. Uh, the defense is it's just full of misfits, isn't it? Really, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's and, a no name defense. Yeah, and then you've got Derek Carr who has no confidence in his all line. He's just shot to bits. I mean, mm-hmm. the 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 Chiefs are going to get into that guy's head this season. I mean, I I can't wait for the Chiefs to play the Raiders because they are in such a mess. Yeah, I I would hang my hat on that being two wins. Yeah, uh, I I 
sitting here going through I was sitting here going through the schedule today and did I didn't even think about it straight away as soon as I got to the Raiders W and W yeah because we are so far ahead of them at the moment this moment in time mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, right I'm just thinking what else to talk about mate it would be covered much of the much of the game I don't think there's anything else to talk about to be honest there isn't it's just how we're all happy now yeah we're, we're happy after a loss we've got a big game on Sunday obviously we've got our preview show to come we do yeah um, but um, if we can win on Sunday because I looked ahead at the schedules coming up and the Chiefs next four games look pretty favourable well we've got two at home now for the next we've got the Bengals Broncos Browns and Cardinals so three out of the next four are at Arrowhead so That's hopefully better, four wins and then you look to the Patriots schedule because obviously now they're our biggest threat for the number one seed mm-hmm. um, they've got the Bears the Packers and the Vikings all to come in the next five weeks. Some big so, games for them then. So yeah, they've got some monster mm. games. Obviously, they've got some gimmies because of their division. It absolutely sucks. But um, yeah, their their outer conference schedule looks pretty tough. So mm-hmm. fingers crossed. I, I, I still think the Chiefs are in the driving seat for the number one seed. Um, obviously, the Patriots hold the cards if the teams were tied in record. But I, I do think 12-4 and four or 13-3 and three will be enough. Yeah. To, to lock up the number one seed in the AFC. Did you see what uh, Stephen Airsmith said? Uh, no, about, he's, about... A, he's he's an arsehole. What did he say? <laughs> yeah, well, it, I mean, he he was he's fully on board with the uh, the Chiefs hype train now, and he basically said oh, um, the nice Super Bowl goes through our head. Oh, that's nice of him because yeah. he he couldn't have been further off it for the first oh, he's miles of the season, miles off yeah. it, yeah. Um, but now he's Wait. he's completely on board. He's he's all over Mahomes, um, yeah. So apparently, according to him, the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. But mm. let's not get that far ahead. Mm. Um, people, people need to stop getting too irate about p- people like Stephen A. Smith. Yes, I think he's a bit of an arsehole, but these people are in their jobs for a reason. Yeah. Like, same with Nick Wright, Coward, Skip Bayless. If they had log, if they said logical things and had perfect reasoning behind everything they said, and you agreed with it, they wouldn't be in their jobs. Yeah. They're there to cause a discussion, aren't they? Discussion Absolutely. Points. And they're very good at it. They are very, very good at it. Like, I saw loads of Patriots fans kicking off at Nick Wright because had Mahomes walked into Foxborough and won the game, then the torch, the AFC would have been passed from Brady to Mahomes. <laughs> and all these Patriots fans going, that's rubbish. Tom Brady's won five Super Bowls. Pat Mahomes has won five games. How is this even a competition? Blah, blah, blah. Nick Wright's staring, staring the pot, isn't he? Yeah, Nick White stirring the pot and counting his counting his dollar bills <laughs> as, all these, as all these comments and views and likes and whatever comes into the, the social media feed. That's the way it works. If you want these people to be out of jobs, ignore everything they say. <laughs> Everyone does that, then they're out of a job. As soon exactly. as you as soon as you start to comment and whatever, you're just feeding their egos, feeding their egos, and they get paid for it. So you're exactly. essentially paying these people. Yeah, exactly. There's well, me and Tom are me and Tom are actually going to be uh, seeing each other again this weekend, mate. Mm. Twice in, in in a month now. Ooh, our wives oh. will start talking. They will start talking. Yeah, because um, we'll be going to the uh, the Chargers versus the Titans game. Um, I'm basically just going going there just to try and wind up the Chargers a bit, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, just you know, cheer on the Titans. Even though, yes, I know they're the ones that put us out in the in the playoffs, but. Yeah, I just I just want to see them take on the Chargers, beat them, and then the Chiefs are. Yeah, I'm in a more comfortable position, aren't they? Exactly. 
exactly. exactly. I don't think we're in a position yet to start worrying about the Chargers. Obviously, if we they normally come strong towards the end of the season. Yeah, though. if we drop a game or two in the next few weeks, then obviously we can start worrying about them. But it would be nice for the just to witness Philip Rivers getting beat in person. <laughs> it would be nice on the Wembley turf. Mm. <laughs> the hallowed Wembley turf. The hallowed Wembley turf. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm looking forward to. It. I hope the weather's a bit better. Anyway. Yeah, it should be. Um, so anyway. As a right true then. British podcast, we're talking about weather. We're talking about weather, yeah. <laughs> it was oh no, it was really coming down, wasn't it? At, uh, at the weekend to the Raiders game, <laughs> well, you're still really? talking about weather. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's, it's, it, we're British, mate. It's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> Next stop, queuing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are the we are the legends of queuing us. Uh, here we are. We are. Anyway, that's for another podcast. We'll save that. <laughs> that's, There's that's the teaser. The, that's the queuing and weather podcast we're starting in the off season. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, one thing I want to say is um, well, quickly before we go is thank you to all the lovely comments we keep getting. Yeah. Um, every show now, we're getting so many comments on Twitter and Facebook and whatever from people saying how much they're enjoying the show. And we do really appreciate those messages. So yeah, keep them coming, please. <laughs> Did you hear that noise in the background? No. Did you not hear it? You might hear it on the podcast. <laughs> you might hear it when you listen to, listen to it back. It was the, it was the cat coffin. <laughs> She's doing it again. Hang on. That's going in the bloopers. That's going in the bloopers. There. (laughs) Oh no! I'm scared to death. I didn't think she was in the room. (laughs) As as always, the professional podcast (laughs) from one kingdom to another. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think we'll leave it at that. Uh, So that's it for this week's Arrowheads Broad podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Uh, get involved in the discussion points on the Arrowheads, Arrowheads Abroad Facebook page, Twitter page, as well at, at KCChiefs underscore UK. And also subscribe to the Arrowheads Abroad YouTube channel. Uh, not only that, but if you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe and leave a comments about the show. We love reading them. We always do. We've just mentioned it as well. We love reading them, um, especially when they're nice comments. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it really does help us out anyway. So, from one kingdom to another... We'll speak to you again soon.